You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twelve seconds to play. Does he need a screen? Down to six seconds to go. He should go now. Down to three seconds remaining. Coleman floats one up. He's fouled. Chance to potentially win it. He's got it. Color will throw it in. There it is. Home run ball. And it's broken up by Jericho Sims. What a win for Texas. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use a promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types and the first time bettors to hardcore make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji on this Friday, getting you set uh, now for more college hoops. We only get 39 games today. Uh, let's bring in Eli Herskovich into the show. Eli. I know uh, I heard you this morning on the score. Very good job with the fellas. And you've got countdown to tip off this weekend on many of these intercom stations. Does that mean you will not be doing a Saturday morning periscope with Tom Casali for BetQLU? Oh, it it doesn't mean that because we are doing it. We are. 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you're listening, watching, wherever you consume your Twitter. We are on. It'll be a long day but we'll make it happen. Dude, when are you going to sleep next? I don't, I don't think I will, but that dude, that's, that's the best part of this. I didn't, I slept last March. So I am ready to roll for, for this time of the year. I am so pumped. This is the literally my favorite part of, of the year. Like F my birthday. This is what it's about. What yeah. Hell? yeah. Eli, I don't know if you know how the human body works, but he saved uh, up for a year later. Yeah. That's it's, it doesn't work that way. You know, uh, whatever you've done March 2020 doesn't really have much of an impact now unless you did something really terrible and it's having long-lasting effects. It doesn't matter how much you slept a year ago is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I got, you know, I had a year where I didn't have to do this. I'll Two sleep when ago. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm exactly. I will sleep in May as one college oh, basketball reporter says. Yeah, so. yeah, okay, we don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not please don't this yeah, is yes. march yeah thanks <laughs> we got it i mean really yeah everything's the greatest every game i know it's it's a bit much uh eli herskovich where do you want to start this morning we it's probably best to go in chronological order we already have games tipped off it's 10 43 a.m central time and there's already college basketball on my screen maryland and michigan going at it how about your crimson let's start there crimson against mississippi state Bama favored by eight and a half. What what are you thinking overall about Bama and this matchup? Yeah, so long-term for Alabama, let's start there. I'm not super concerned or I'm not as concerned as I was. Now, they still could get upset. 
in a potential round of 32 game. But you think about the second leg of SEC play for Alabama, teams have already seen them play once. And I know that might seem obvious, but it's a, a tough team to match up against for the first time because of the type of tempo that they play at. But now you're getting a Mississippi State team that's seen them now. This will be their third time. And Miss State has some really good guards. Molinar, their point guard, showed up big. Kentucky pushed him down the stretch yesterday. Uh, Miss State still won that game outright as I believe like two and a half, three point dogs. I think the Bulldogs cover this spread, but I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, Mississippi State does have a size advantage in this game. Alabama giving up the second highest two point scoring rate. So where they give up the majority of their points, it comes from inside the arc is what that means. Mississippi State averaging the highest two point scoring rate. So they score a lot inside the arc uh, in conference play. It's a good matchup. Besides that for Alabama, but it's also a three possession spread. So a little bit of value there with Mississippi State, but I, I will not be betting this game. Joe asked uh, Dallin about Arkansas, Missouri. So I'll ask you, where are you in that one? That game will tip off at six o'clock central, seven o'clock Eastern tonight. Yeah, I think the spread's gotten a little too far for me to touch it. He still liked Arkansas. The five and a half. It's- Right. It's up to five and a half. It was at like three, three and a half earlier this morning or, or late last night. So that was obviously the time to buy. And Joe always brings this point up, how sharps are sharps might be on a game and that might incline the public better, the casual better to partake in a bet, but it doesn't mean they're on them when the lines move two points. Now I'm not saying it was a big time sharp bet for, for this line to go from three and a half, three to five, five and a half, but Clearly money, money is on uh, Arkansas and Arkansas did win this game uh, at Missouri going back to late in conference play, mid to late conference play in the SEC. But Missouri was without Jeremiah Tillman in that matchup. I think what's skewing this line a little bit is Missouri against Georgia yesterday because Georgia pushed him to the brink, got a shot to potentially tie it down the stretch, a bad, I mean, just an awful play from Georgia to violate on a free throw. And then they only got one free throw for their big Kamara and that kind of cost him a little bit down the stretch. Georgia's kind of played well down the stretch in conference play, though. So I don't take too much out of that against Missouri. Now, they have struggled overall in the second half of conference play. But I do think this line is a little bit inflated. So I lean the Tigers getting two possessions. Eli, since most of our audience is going to catch this this afternoon on the podcast, um, tell us, uh, before we get to the evening games, those games that start 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. All, all these games this afternoon, is there anything you love? Yeah, I, I'm on Florida getting four and a half. That lines up from three, three and a half uh, against Tennessee. I don't understand the market love for Tennessee. Yes, it's a reaction to what happened in the regular season finale where Tennessee beat him by 11, outscored him by 20 plus in the second half. Florida was up by double digits, 13 points, 14 points for a stretch in the first half. But they were also without their lead guard trade man who was out, uh, I believe, with migraines. So he's back. Florida's fully healthy for this game. And if you look at this game from a matchup standpoint, Tennessee wants to get to the free throw line. They want to be able to get to the rim in transition. That's how they score when they're at their best. Uh, But they're not a great rebounding team, first off. And Florida doesn't allow a lot of free throws. So the trade man factor for me in this game is big because if you go back to Sunday, I was on Florida before the Trey Man news came out and I stuck with the bat. Sucked that Florida couldn't keep the game within two possessions. But man means that much to Florida offensively when they're in the half court and they were struggling to get a bucket when it, when they could have uh, 
uh, had the final score within a couple possessions. So I think, man, for this line to go from three to four and a half when Florida's getting their best guard back um, in a uh, against a team that is so inconsistent offensively in Tennessee. Yes, they played well last Sunday, but I think that's an overreaction or the line's an overreaction to that game. And I'm on the I'm on the Gators getting four and a half. As Joe mentioned a little bit ago, Maryland, Michigan is underway. Terps are up 12-6 early on in that game. But at 1 o'clock Central Time, uh, it's Ohio State-Purdue, two teams that are in the top 20, uh, ranked overall. That's a one-point spread right now, Ohio State being the favorite. Uh, What do you think? I still think the market is too high on this Ohio State team. Yes, they... Played okay for stretches. I mean, they played well for stretches against Minnesota Gophers. Still covered that game yesterday. We were actually touching on it. That might be a look to get Minnesota live. Didn't end up pulling the trigger on that. But Ohio State, I think they're regressing to what they were supposed to be coming into Big Ten play, where they're you know upper echelon, but still closer to the middle of the pack than actually being a top five team and a, a Final Four contender like they were in the middle portion of conference play when they were shooting lights out from three. But here's the difference from then to now, Ohio State was given up like a 31, 30 percent, three point percentage to the opponent. And it, they, they were given open. Sh- they were given up open shots. They just weren't going down. Now the percentage is up to 33 uh, percent. Teams are starting to hit the three. Purdue doesn't necessarily scare you a lot for from a shooting perspective from behind the arc. But they do have a size advantage against Ohio State today. Purdue is one of the best rebounding teams in the country because of that. With Zach Eady down low, Travion Williams. Both great at creating second chance opportunities. Purdue with the third highest offensive rebounding rate in conference play. Purdue swept this season series. They were down by maybe a couple possessions at Columbus. Uh, one of their freshmen, uh, Jaden Ivey, hit the game winner. He's been phenomenal. And Purdue is looking like a team that's going to be great next year, a potential Final Four contender if they get all their guys back. But I think Purdue matches up well today from a size standpoint. And unless Ohio State just shoots well from three, and Dwayne Washington is one of those games. I think Purdue wins this one outright. I think Ohio State goes into the tournament uh, with some more struggles. But it's a lean for me. I'm not actually betting Purdue, but I, I do like them long term. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Later in the Big Ten, Illinois Rutgers, and then this evening, it's Iowa and Wisconsin with the Hawkeyes favored by four. Do you like either of those matchups? Man, you know I want to take Rutgers. You know I really want to. I know. Fortunately, you know. Well, we don't even have a line. Even if we could bet it, we don't even have a line, right? Because Io? Right. Is it out? No, he should be good to go. Um, Right. The line is seven and a half. Okay. It's eight. It's eight. So it opened up late this morning, Joe. But it was seven and a half. Now it's up to eight. The market's going to go towards Illinois. They're one of the favorites to win the Big Ten tournament. And yeah, Jake's doing his little like, I don't even know what that was. What do you even call that? It's just good vibes, well, man. This is radio. So. I know, but he made some like weird like <laughs> frat motion. Like, so, oh. like he's still a frat dude. Jake's, I was never Jake in a frat, in the- let the record reflect that. He's, <laughs> he's already in the chat all day. Like the only game that matters is at 530. I know. It, it, it's all day already. I can't, can't. I have to hear it. You guys see it. I have to hear it. Um, no, I, I don't think, see it either. Oh, 
All right. Well, <laughs> from a from a Rutgers standpoint, they they should be able to keep this game with the three possessions. They played really well at the beginning of the conference play. Uh, won that game outright when Illinois came, uh, went to Rutgers. Um, they won that game as home dogs. But if you think about this Rutgers team, they ball pressure you and they turn you over. In Illinois, that's their one area of concern is they have some turnover problems. So not really a strong lean for me, just – I think the line's a little bit inflated because of the market love for Illinois. I think Rutgers can keep this thing uh, within three possessions. But the bet I do like in the Big Ten today, Joe, is Wisconsin. A big-time revenge factor for the Badgers coming off that loss against uh, Iowa last Sunday. We don't know the status of Joe Wieskamp just yet, Iowa's wing. Um, He went out of that Wisconsin game last Sunday with an injury, and Iowa looked kind of flat in the second half without him. He's their best perimeter threat. You might think of Jordan Bohannon, but I think it's Joe Wieskamp. Just from a a pure consistent standpoint, he's been lights out um, from mid to late conference play. But Wisconsin, with their revenge factor, they got some awful calls their way in the second half of that game with a foul against Demetrius Trice that sent Bohannon to the free throw line for three free throws. A hook him, I think a hook and hold on Brad Davison when Keegan Murray clearly kind of baited the referee into that call. So you're getting two possessions. Iowa gives up one of the highest three-point scoring rates in college basketball, but also the highest in conference play. Wisconsin, yes, they almost blew the game yesterday against Penn State, but I think that's being reflected into the line where you're getting a little bit of value on the Badgers here. If they shoot like they did yesterday, they keep this thing within three possessions, especially if a lean forward play like he did last night. All right, Eli, uh, we'll come back in about, well, not quite an hour, a little bit uh, less than that for best bets later on, okay? Sounds good. All right, that's Eli Herskovich coming up next. Let's talk ALNL MVP wagers. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.